0: But you're gonna hear. But this is also gonna go through the board if I plug this
1: in, right? When when you are just saying this and that and these, I don't know what those. Gotcha. What that means. Okay.
0: So what I need to do is pop this down.
1: I, I still don't know what this is.
0: everybody. Welcome into Pace the Nation, broadcasting back here at Studio 1A in downtown Arlington, Virginia. We are back again. Glad to be back in the heart of Arlington County, the heart of everything. Of course, that's Clarendon. I'm your host, Chris Farley, back again for episode 227. We're going to do our best to make this another exciting, just another exciting show of Pace Nation. Thank you so much for joining us. Alongside me, I've got one co-host in studio, Julie Cully. Julie, what's up?
2: You forgot the E.
0: Julie E. Culley, <laughs> I know.
2: Okay. Now you're making this, st- this show start off a little bit differently.
0: I know. Well, it is a little different, so I guess starting off a little differently is fine.
2: Okay. Okay, yeah. go ahead. How, how are you? I'm great. I yeah. mean, okay,
0: but <laughs> right, great right great, and right. It's moment. a rhetorical question. Moment so. to moment, yeah. minute
2: to minute. Yes. I'm uh, great in this moment.
0: And then uh, from his home studio,
1: quarantined, we've got William E. Docs. Docs, what's up? Oh, it's Studio 4400. Oh, that's right. Which is way better. It's 4400 times better than Studio <laughs> 1A. <laughs>
0: Oh man, good to hear your voice.
1: It's funny that you're asking, Julie. How how are you doing? As if you guys haven't spent the last uh, 147 straight hours together. That's, a good That's point. true. That's <laughs> true. Good point.
2: We actually just try to ignore each other most of the day. We work in separate locations in the house. Yeah. And then we can come together and be like, "Wow, I haven't seen you all day. Yeah. How are things?"
0: Yeah, our marriage is really being tested here. Um, <laughs> uh, trying to add some levity to
1: this uh, situation. Um, it's fine. Yeah. W- everybody, welcome to my world.
2: <laughs> quarantine. This is
1: Doc's is special. You mean you haven't seen anybody in 24 hours? Big deal.
2: <laughs>
1: Docs, you're going to have to give us tips. I'm on day five of the coronavirus quarantine Year seven of the personal
2: choice quarantine. <laughs> Docs, we're going to need advice. Yeah. Hopefully you've got a rant for us too.
1: No, um, no rants. We don't need rants. There's too many rants. And, and, right, and I feel like with, with, with all of this free time, people, you don't need to be on social media all the time. <laughs> yeah, stop I know. it. I know. I need to get off social media. That's a good
0: lesson. That is good for me to hear, Docs. I just yeah. need to stop. Actually, you know, now that you mention it, when Julia and I are together, we're both on like Twitter. Um, yeah side by side yeah because it is minute to minute uh second to second what's happening now
1: julia you want it you want one good tip for for living in the quarantine
2: as many good tips as possible
1: (laughs) well i'll just sprinkle them in but the first one i'm going to say is you, you guys are saying that you're you're in separate rooms and stuff like this yeah avoid the kitchen as much as possible
0: Oh, I do. I already do. Yeah.
1: When you're in your house, ha- well, I believe like during meal times, you, you know, meal preparation times, you are avoiding the kitchen yeah. as much as possible. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. But that's not what I'm talking about. Oh, what okay. I'm saying is like, like when you're, when you're in your own home for 24 straight hours, you may have the tendency to start having unhealthy eating habits. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. No, that's a, that's a good tip actually. Avoid yeah. thank-
1: the kitchen. Well, thank you for being surprised.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of practice dogs.
1: Well, so <laughs> yes. when you, w- <coughs> sorry, I'm dying. <laughs> I think I have COVID. <laughs> yeah. When when you have when you buy like uh, a month's supply of cookies and they're gone in two days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the problem. That's what you're trying to avoid. I know. You, you, you get all these emergency rations and then you just like <laughs> I know. burn through, through them. them in two days.
2: I know. I thought we were doing the emergency uh, rations and, and grocery shopping like a week ago, but we, we yeah. went for a little walk this morning. And the Whole Foods at opening time this morning I had know. a line wrapped around the block. I was like, "Do these people know something well, that we he, don't?" Dox like, what's do, going no, on? Dox is
0: on it. Everybody did the emergency rations, and they plowed. They've through run those, out of it. Yeah, they've, they've run plowed, out of a monthly yeah, of supply cookies t- already. <laughs> I know.
1: Yeah. Oh, good it. luck. Oh, oh, I'm glad that we're. I'm glad that we're on this. Uh, the the secret grocery store near my house that yes, we have talked about. We have, yeah. Pace the Nation has too many listeners and people have been talking about I, it because there is no food in that place well, anymore well that's where Julie and that's I. that's where we went started. for our
2: big orders last week we're like we're like leisurely yeah. shopping we're like man this is awesome yeah.
1: well last week it was fine the tipping point was the weekend yeah, yeah. I, I think i think when 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 united states went crazy people started listening to pace the nation are like we've got to find this supply yeah it's <laughs> we've gone to
2: find this grocery store yeah <laughs>
1: Right. Fruits and vegetables
0: don't exist. Well, it is great to be back. Hopefully, like we said, we can be a diversion. Uh, people have time on their hands, so uh, listen to pace the nation. Um, so uh, I want to get to the agenda to have some continuity. Uh, I just think people in life need continuity. So pace yeah, the nation. Yeah, you,
1: you're restoring
0: order to our lives. Thank <laughs> yes, you. Yes. Uh, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna have a show for you today. We're we're gonna talk. Um, COVID-19 and how it's affecting everybody's life, Uh, we're going to have the sports editor of the Washington City Paper, Kellen Sung, friend of the podcast. So we're going to talk to Kellen Sung uh, about a number of things that he's been covering, including his latest uh, Washington City Paper cover story, which is called the COVID nineteen pandemic has impacted nearly everyone in sports, so uh, we will have him on to talk about that and many other things. Uh, Docs will continue to uh, have you lighten the mood, and um, Julie. A lot of pressure. I <laughs> know, and Julie, uh, I don't. I don't know what else is. on I have you. nothing Ju- to contribute. Yeah.
2: I don't yeah. know much about sport. I have not been affected by COVID in sport at all. So
1: well, you certainly. Julie, have. You, you do what you always do.
2: China bring in.
1: nothing to the table. Hey, yeah. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> but bring lots to the table as I bring nothing to yes, the table. You know? oh. Oh, yeah, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's well, what I meant. Julie <laughs> Julie's
0: season at Georgetown's been been canceled. Like every uh every athlete in this country's college season's been canceled. And so there is a lot that she'll be able to add as well. I want
1: to talk about that later. So Farley, yeah, put that on the agenda. On the agenda.
0: Well, that's on the agenda. All right. But next, excited to have a friend of the podcast. He is the sports editor and a writer for the Washington City Paper. It's Kellen Sung. He joins us next here on Pace the Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. And now, Docs and Julie, we're excited to be joined by, I've called him a friend of the podcast. He is the Washington City Paper sports editor. He's a writer, former post-sports uh contributor writer uh it's kellen sung kellen how are you i'm doing all right how are you um you know i i think in the pre-show interview we kind of went through that like what do you say to that i, I, I am i doing all right i mean I, I you know it's kind of is that is that a rhetorical question where it's like you doing all right uh, how are you I, you know, I you're just, not uh,
2: sick, so that no, you right, say you're right. I'm, exactly. you know, Let's I'm look, healthy.
0: Good point. Yeah.
2: You know, today's a good day.
0: It is. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for asking. Um, <laughs> good. Good. Yeah. No. Um. It it, it is a uh, extremely serious topic that we're going to touch on. Uh, your article is uh, the or at least your most recent article, which is this week's uh, Washington City Paper cover story, which is the COVID-19 pandemic has impacted nearly everyone in sports. We're going to touch on that. But, you know, we'll we'll, we'll try to make it uh, a little bit lighter um, at at points, too, since we know Kellen very well. Um, You're still listening to our show, Correct. Oh, every week. Oh,
3: nice. On the spot. Oh, I was at your live show in Atlanta. That's a
0: good point. <laughs> That's true. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. No, you're, you're a big fan. And uh, no, appreciate your support of the show. Um, uh, no, glad to have you on. Um, but I, I do, I, I'm, I'm asking this kind of half joking, but not really. But what does a sports editor, the head of the the sports section at the Washington City Paper do when there's no sports? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you tell me, no, I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> you talk about why there's no sport. Yeah, that's I what you do. <laughs> I mean, that's I, what he did.
0: Yeah.
3: I, yeah, I think, it, you know, we talked, we talked before the show and last week I had another cover story planned that was completely different than what, you know, I n- did not ever expect to write something like this. I had a, co- a cover story planned um, that had, you know, was kind of like an evergreen feature story and Pretty much at the last kind of the last possible day we could decide it I, I you know i kind of brought up the subject to to my my you know coworkers and my editor I was like hey i think we, we need to pivot yeah <laughs> we need to we need we need to become like the COVID 19 washington COVID 19 paper right now you know um and so you know that's when you know i kind of dived dived into this topic i know a lot of different people are being affected not just you know the athletes themselves but Fans, you know, people who work part time covering sports or work in sports media, and so that's I think everyone's kind of playing it by ear a little bit, uh, planning ahead, trying to find maybe different ways, different approaches to cover sports that you know you don't traditionally do. But I think this is kind of unprecedented for, for a lot of us.
0: Now, tell us about your article that came out yesterday. Again, it's the uh, COVID-19 pandemic has impacted nearly everyone in sports. You covered a lot of different things. G- give, give us kind of a summary, and we will tweet out the link of, of the article from the Washington City paper. Sure. I You know, like I said, I wanted to just kind of
3: following the news and seeing how rapidly things were happening. You know, every, it seemed like every couple hours something new would change, and so I knew it, it would Require talking to a lot of people, so I talked to. Um, I wanted to talk to people who were impacted because there were no, there wasn't March Madness, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of those people are, uh, TV producers. You have your your technicians, and these are a lot of them are contractors. A lot of them are working part time, and I wanted to talk to people working at um you know working at the stadiums and arenas, whether they're your ushers, they're, they're raffle ticket sellers, they're your ticket takers these people are impacted too. So, I mean, you no know games that you don't really,
0: <laughs> yeah. like,
3: where's your money coming from? Um, and so also I think there are some sports, not like team sports, you know, some sports maybe like running, mm-hmm. like uh, tennis, where if you don't have events, you're not making money, right? I mean, you, you, you're not, you know, you don't have matches, you're not winning prize money. Um, I wanted to talk to uh, seniors in college who, pretty much just had their senior season wiped out and which was, you know, really, a, a really difficult and emotional for a lot of, a lot of the athletes I spoke to. And, and finally, I, I wanted to talk to some fans who, you know, sports is a big part of their lives. And I mean, for you, you're, you're a big sports fan, yeah. and you're, you're, you're all sports fans. And um, so how do you fill that void? And, you know, it, it's kind of sports has always been kind of like a therapeutic
0: way to turn to, to in times of crisis. And so, it's a great question. Um, I'm trying to get you know. Chris to
2: do more cleaning around the house to <laughs> <Yeah>. fill this <laughs> time.
0: Unsuccessfully. Um, yeah, I, I, it's, a, it's a great question. It's been really, um, you know, for, for us, I mean, if, you know, if you ask that, you know, if, if that's more than just a rhetorical question, it's a good question. I think for us right now, Julie's job has been shut down t- t- until, you know, next next year, next, next you know, school year. Um, so she's taking 911 calls every single minute of the day. Um, our stores have been shut down. Um, and so the voids that we might have in the future, you know, we're dealing with putting out fires and I'm sure Docs is probably doing the same thing with his his other job um, other than Pace the Nation. But uh, yeah, so we're putting out fires now, but it's going to be a good question. There's going to be a big void and I don't know what I'm going to do.
1: Right, but but Kellen, to what, what what you were saying about us being sports fans, I just need to point out that Julie and I are bigger sports fans than Farley. Uh, so, so, so from that respect, this is really Farley. I'm talking. From that respect, this is this is really you know hit Julie and I hard. Hard
2: it is. Docs and I have a separate text conversation, and we knock Chris out of it so we can yeah, commiserate about sports. <laughs>
0: Uh, but it really has effect. I think that's an interesting angle because maybe a lot of people think about, um, you know, y- you focused a lot on Ted Leonce's teams. Uh, what's his company? The Washington Sports and Entertainment, I believe. Yeah,
3: Monumental um, Sports and Entertainment. And, yeah. You know, they, they are paying their. Uh, they are. Ted okay. Leonce's and, and Monumental Sports and Entertainment are paying the, the part time employees scheduled for the month of March they had not scheduled anything beyond March so anyone who is scheduled in March is being paid in full and um, I spoke to a uh, you know freelance uh, TV producer and CBS I believe CBS is also paying the people that were working uh, March Madness so there are stories like that and luckily people are step, stepping up but it's still still an uncertain time a tough time for a lot of people
0: so I think it's really interesting and really relevant to Julie as well about these seniors who aren't going to have their, their season, their last season that they were planning on, or maybe their championships. If they were a winter sport, uh, Julie had some athletes at Georgetown. You spoke to a couple athletes um, near and dear to our heart, the uh, university of Virginia. You spoke to Ryan Baker. Uh, tell me a little bit, tell us a little about his story. Yeah. So Ryan Baker, I, I mean, kind of coincidentally, I, when I was
3: covering high school swimming at the Washington Post, uh, he was one of the, uh, the athletes I s- spoke to in 2016 when he was a senior in high school. So yeah, I, Gonzaga, when I called him, right? I reminded him. Yep. Um, and so he went to Gonzaga mm-hmm. and sw- you know, swam at UVA. He's a senior at UVA. And, uh, you know, he was kind of gearing up for um, NCAA championships. I mean, he qualified for a bunch of events uh, as, as, a, as a talented swimmer. Very talented swimmer, and um, you know he was—he was telling me that people were, you know, kind of on edge, maybe expecting it, but they weren't sure. So they were in, in the pool practicing, and um, you know, I think one of their coaches basically said, "It's—it's it's over. It's—you know—we're not swimming nationals." So pulled them all into a classroom, like near the, near the pool deck, and you know, um, kind of everyone, all the seniors, kind of took turns addressing the team, and you know. He he said he wasn't he wasn't trying to get emotional, but by seeing how much how much it just mattered, and, and Julie of all people definitely knows this, how much these things matter for for these athletes. They they work all year, all all college to kind of peak for certain events, especially if you're a senior, and not being able to do that is a huge huge blow. Um, and so, you know, Ryan said he kind of broke down a little bit himself and kind of addressed the team and um, just kind of. It was an emotional time for for a lot of a lot of the athletes, other athletes I spoke to, and um, you know runners who want to use this opportunity to kind of showcase themselves to like
0: professional groups. Right. So, like, do like really have that. D- Diego was a good example. He was a local kid yeah. from somewhere in Montgomery County. Um, yeah. Charlie did a good story on him. Tell tell us more more about his story.
3: Yeah, he he is a, a kind of really standout uh, runner from Northwest um, high school in Montgomery County. And, you know, I, I did speak with him. I wasn't able to fit his story in, into, into the article, but I, I did speak with him for, for quite a bit. And, you know, he, um, anyone, you know, there's, his story is really unique. Because he's, he's had injuries after injuries. And finally this year, I think this season he's really been performing well. Like he's been, uh, you know, peaking at the right times and, Uh, I think they were everyone was at indoor nationals and um, he was getting ready to kind of see where he stacks up. I think these things matter because uh, you get to see where you stack up. And also if you have a title or all all American, uh, you know, uh, to your name that those things matter to those professional groups. So,
0: yeah. So, Diego, what's his how do you pronounce his last name? Oh, gosh, I don't – Zerate? Zerate, I believe yeah. it is. So, yeah, yeah. He, you know, he's a, he's a senior who makes the – I mean, you know, Julie can comment on this, like the NCAA championship at, at indoors that was happening in Albuquerque, and all the kids were there. And it is a job interview. I mean, for someone like that who wants to run that, that next level, it's a job interview. And how he finishes in that race is going to be uh, – make a huge impact on what he might do professionally as a, as a runner.
3: Yeah, for sure. Um, I didn't know, I don't know if Julie wanted to wait in yeah. or not, but, um, oh,
2: I guess it's my turn to yeah. talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I think the really hard part right now is there's so much unknown. Right. And so we had so many athletes that were at the NCAA championships, um, you know, waiting to get out there, you know, Friday to compete. They find out Thursday while they're standing out on the track doing warm ups and stuff that they're no longer going to be allowed to compete and they have to exit as soon as as possible. Um, and then, you know, obviously with finding out that spring season is gone, you know, it just it has such an impact, and and Chris and I have talked about this a lot. With um, you know, the woman on the team last year, Josette Norris, who was a fifth year with us, and really hit it her last season of college, mm-hmm. and hit it so well that she got picked up and is now running professionally for uh, the uh, Reebok Boston Group, is actually based out of Charlottesville, Virginia. And that would have never happened um, if she had missed out on that outdoor season. The outdoor season is what kind of brought together all the years of trials and tribulations. And she ends up running, you know, 410 in the 1500 and 1529 in the 5K and finishing fourth in NCAAs. Like those are those moments and those opportunities where you're in the in the limelight and suddenly that's taken from you. And I think even now, with you know the Olympics, kind of like you know the IOC is continuing to say that they're pushing forward and the Olympics are going to happen. Olympics are going to happen, but I think if you're an athlete right now, you don't know what's going to happen, mm-hmm. um, and so you've got a whole bunch of extreme talent that's coming out of college that is kind of floating right now. They don't know what to do. Uh, mm-hmm. The shoe companies aren't sure what you know the economic climate is going to be like in the next you know several months, even into the next several years. So. We could have some of america's stars that are kind of sidelined right now and really not sure where to go and when you don't know where to go most of them aren't going to continue to train you know they're they're going to kind of look for a job and and maybe do something different with their lives so this is you know it it's it's sad and i think so much has changed in the world since all that went down last week with um a lot of the the major um major league teams um and nba and everything else so much has changed even since then that this is almost like that was last week's news and we're moving on to this week's yeah. Yeah. news because so much is rapidly changing in our world but i i'm my my heart is still broken for these kids and i literally shed tears every day thinking about the lost moments um the lost like great yeah. great, great moments that you know we were about to embark on with this spring season and and how to cap that off. And just having like, you know, conversations where we're saying bye to people and we're saying bye over FaceTime or a phone call. You know, we didn't even get to like have these conclusive moments in person. So more so than even those, those moments is just that you know, their careers, their trajectory is completely shifted right now. And a lot right. of them don't know where to go. So some of them were saying like, hey, <coughs> you know, come back to school, go to grad school. Do, you know, if they're good, like you know, take your fifth year because you know, we don't even know if there are going to be a lot of jobs in the next couple of months coming out. So hide in college for as long right. as possible if you can. That's
1: what I try <laughs> to do. How does this affect everybody's
2: eligibility? So they've been given, uh, at least in track and field, they've been granted back a fifth year um, of eligibility in outdoor track and they actually granted everyone in the NCAA an indoor season, even if you weren't competing at the NCAA championships, uh, the entire sport has been granted back a fifth year. So I think a lot of people were, were not sure if that meant was just for the senior class that was going to get another opportunity, but this is for everybody. So the freshmen have now been given the opportunity to, to prove themselves for a fifth year. So, from a financial standpoint and a resources standpoint, like we're going to be feeling the ramifications of this for at least like four years, uh, three to four years, as some of these individuals come of age that are going to be looking for a fifth year because they got it taken away from them. You know, their freshman, sophomore, junior's year. That um, they're going to be looking for that opportunity. And if they've not proven themselves to a point where they can be contributors for a fifth year, because a lot of times that's the benchmark of when a program is going to keep an individual, they just get robbed that year, you know, because we may say or a school may say, you know, hey, it's it's time to move on. Um, so they, they, it ends up just being a loss of a year. So the schools aren't going to suddenly have more scholarship money to give, um you know that's that's not really the way it works what they are doing and I believe this is part of the legislation is they are allowing schools if you are a senior on the team this year and want to take a fifth year that scholarship is not going to count against your maximum amount so if the maximum amount of scholarships in the NCAA for women is 18 and it's 12 six for men But you've got, you know, three people who were on full rides this past year and want to come back and your scholarship amount is already taken for that next um, academic year. They're allowing for this one year to add on to it. But that has to be a school that can actually afford to put on to it. And it has to be with individuals who are already at that school. So you can't just like you know be a big time football school and say hey we'll take 30 you know 50 Cause years cuz we can just keep <laughs> <Yeah>. adding <laughs> right, scholarships yeah, right, on right. it has to be people who are already at that university uh, but mess. you know there's going to be loopholes there's going to yeah. be people yeah. that are yeah. looking for all kinds yeah. of ways to to jack up the system so i think there's going to be a lot of um you know questions that are going to be coming forth in the next couple of months and and potentially in the next couple of years too
0: um so just so so much there um but uh you know and and that's on the uh, the running side um so much there for for everybody it, it so much is at stake for everybody and you know I, for for you Kellen um like the, the content that you might have had um who knows what Maryland's men's and women's basketball team could have done in the NCAA tournament i mean what if both of them had a final four run um yeah. this is like Career, you know this is career defining stuff you could have written about it's like the guy who slides aclo- across the top of nat's dugout that, that <laughs> i mean that moment you know that moment you know bought you another 15 years in the industry because it was such good content <laughs> um, and if you if <laughs> don't know what i'm talking <laughs> be, about follow yeah. Ke- kellen on so- uh, twitter at kellen song but there's so much that you could have written about that could have been life defining for so many people well, in this area.
1: Well, Kellen, can you, you know? I've seen a lot of uh, news reports or, or, or whatever you want to call it, where uh, uh, I, I mean, there's 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 not less than thirteen uh, NCAA men's basketball teams that have declared themselves the the twenty twenty <laughs> national champions. I know. Can, can you just start writing fake news stories like that or fake sports stories just like projecting what you think would have happened and 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 if you do can you kind of fudge my times and make me look you know pretty good on, out on the roads yeah. Well,
2: it depends on if you ran in 2020 are you planning on running in 2020 I was
3: gonna run every single Pacers race that got canceled oh.
2: <laughs>
1: they're definitely canceled though right yeah, yeah, they... yeah. okay yeah then I yeah, was gonna every run one those. of them. Um, yeah, you're. Yeah, <laughs> the ones that are still on, I haven't decided right. yet. But the Got ones it. that were canceled, I was definitely in.
0: <laughs> um, you you did talk to Coach Brenda Freeze at uh, Maryland? She coaches the the women's basketball team, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I talked to her over the phone. Um, I think last Saturday, and uh, she she was like, "Yeah, this is the first time I've ever had this time of the year." Uh, had the month month of March off ever? Mm, I'm sure. <laughs> and, and so she, but you know, like she she told me, you know, the team was on a 17 game win streak. She said that it reminded her a lot of the uh, 2006 um, national champions team, which featured Christy Tolliver, Marissa Coleman, these really yeah. really great players. And uh, she was like, you know, once it's it's like she truly believed that, you know. Once you get in the final four, it's it's anyone's it, 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 yeah. it's anyone's game. Yeah. Uh, but what I thought was 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 very most you know kind of profound is that she the last memory or the last thing that the team did together on the court was winning a Big Ten tournament. So yeah. they they had more closure, like she said, than most. But it's still and like you know back kind of just similar running and um, kind of an aside. The, the piece that I published the Thursday before everything was canceled mm-hmm. was about Anthony Cowan Jr. from Maryland yep. and how he's, he's basically prepared to kind of use this time to kind of really like, uh, leave his legacy at, at Maryland. And then like, <laughs> wow. no one read, the, very few people have read that story for, for, you know, because yeah it you know, got buried really, like, you know, it got very buried. And, but you know, he, someone like Anthony Cowan Jr. Someone like, you know, the, the, uh, Seniors on no, you know, on the women's Maryland women's team. Like, you know, this can make this could impact your future. This could impact your professional career. Mark having you know playing March Madness games depending on the team. Uh, there's, does
0: there's no question. I mean, I think of like Virginia and and you know, Julie and I went to the game last year. I mean that that changed those players' lives for, for forever. <laughs> the fact that they were able to make a run and. It changed a lot of lives. I mean, from De- Diego running, you know, nationals to to uh, Baker swimming at Virginia to every single high school kid whose canceled whose season was canceled, and uh, it's just it's just gut wrenching. Um, and and you know, and and for the rest of us who, uh, you know, we, Doc's kind of joked about the races he was going to run that. The races got canceled, and um, you know a number of of spring races got can- have been canceled. And I know you tried to reach out to some race directors. Uh, what what did you hear from the, from them? Yeah, I mean, you know,
3: Lisa from Pacers was one of them, and I think I caught her at literally the busiest time
0: of her <laughs> career, you know, yeah. humanly
3: possible. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I appreciate her, you know, taking time to chat chat with me. But you know, I think everything was just so fluid and, and flux and i think at a certain point there was just the writing was on the wall that Mm -hmm. these races were going to be canceled and one of the races that kind of held out longer than most was cherry blossom but i i for i really could not see how you know you could have an eighteen thousand, no you know participant race held in early april um so you know it just it's tough and i to cancel a race that's been held every single year for decades and and you know that a lot of people look forward to you know i'm not uh, i'm not fast enough to be a boston you know right. marathon qualifier but i know a lot of people who trained this was they were peaking for this i mean they were literally this was what they've been training for for months and months and months through the winter and to have that you know push back not cancel outright, but push back is definitely definitely affects you you know it's like Psychologically, emotionally, physically, for sure. Yep. Um, and for me, I didn't mention this to you earlier, but I I, I ran my first two a days yesterday. So, ironically, I've been running more because I've been working from home. Yeah. So, you, you know, I think uh, the New York Times wrote how this is kind of this has created kind of a mini running boom. Absolutely. We're all
2: it for it. We are yeah. all Let's for go. it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. I know.
0: I know. Uh, it, yeah. And, uh, we will re- retweet that arg- article as well, or you can follow Kellen again. It's at Kellen song. He's retweeted that New York times article about the uh, second running boom. Um, yeah. And you were doing a race in, in Ithaca and, and your race was, was canceled. And yep, so it, it was, just affects everybody. Yeah,
3: no, it, it, it does and It's, you know, I think it's, it's tough, and uh, I, I t- totally empathize with, with people who, you know, were training months and months f- for a singular race. And, you know, I think r- w- we're lucky as runners, And I, you know, the New York Times article touched on that, and that, you know, we can still go outside, put on our shoes, and get in the workout. Yeah. You know, if for swimmers, the pools are closed, unless you own an indoor swimming pool yourself, which <laughs> <laughs> I don't – I personally don't want to know anyone who, who – No, does that, I, right? I don't either. Uh, <laughs> Um, But, you know, I think, you know, yesterday I ran out to uh, just like a middle school track. And that was the most people I've seen, you know, on the track. Just like kids running, like people biking, walking their dogs. Um, And just so it's it's I think I'm I'm grateful that we're still able to do that. Just able, you know, and I, you know, and Dr. Fauci, Anthony Fauci from NIH, he He's a huge runner himself, mm-hmm. and I think he used to run seven miles uh, like every day. And now I think he's cut back because he's got other things <laughs> going on right, right. Uh, to about three and a half, one One other article said, but he said it's you know not only does he think it's uh, okay, he encourages people to go outside and run. So that's
0: I think that's yeah. a great news, and, and yeah. we're we're, well, I-
1: we're seeing it well when when you've been out though you've you've definitely seen an opportunity for us to teach the the rules of the trail to a lot a lot of new people right <laughs> yes <laughs> Yeah, we,
0: the, we, need to, we do need to teach the six-foot rule, which is the new rule, which, uh, you know,
1: this, this makes... Well, that, that's one rule, right, but but like, the, the, I also don't regular, need kids yeah. on skateboards parked right. in the middle of the, the trail, like, looking up into the sky, totally yeah. clueless.
0: That's very true.
1: <laughs> or, or people walking their dog on the right side of the trail, and the dog is walking on the left side of the trail, and they just have a clothesline going across the trail.
2: <laughs>
0: These are things I've seen. That might have been me. Um, <laughs> but it, you, you're,
2: you're, I think it probably you you're,
0: you're right. It, 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 is, it is introducing a lot of new people to the sport. Road racing um, may never be the same. Um, and just a plug for our, our hopefully next week's show, i have talking to the folks at Marine Corps and Lisa, and I, I want to have uh, some of those race directors on uh, our next week's show who want to come on and talk about some of the uh, – Some of some of some of what they're experiencing or the fallout of what's what's happened.
1: Um, Kellen, one of the things that you said, though, was like, you know, feeling some heartache for people who have trained so long for, you know, for these races and and put months and months of, of effort into it. The, the positive spin that I'll, that I'll do to that is, is sometimes the race is just the culmination of the journey. And if you put all that time and energy into like, getting yourself ready for the start of the line, that's an accomplishment in and it itself. Agreed. And so, so people shouldn't be uh, just completely gutted that, that their races are, are being canceled. They should, should uh, feel some pride and some happiness in the fact that they, they at least got themselves ready for the race. I Absolutely,
0: totally agree man. That's
2: Man, a good, we're going to make you That's do, really do point, some uh, memes of encouragement I know. Docs. I love it. That was <laughs> good. Let's do it.
0: Um well, finally, Kellen, we're going to get you get you out of here, but uh you you you've been on you've been doing some runs, which is great, but you did a virtual circuit training session. I saw you tweet that out. And I just to I want to make sure you're okay and how you're feeling. Like I want to check in how you're feeling. How how did that go? What was that? Uh, that was oh, oh gosh it was either Tuesday or Wednesday. So
3: one of my high school classmates owns a gym. Uh, it it's called it's like a strength and circuit training gym. You know mm-hmm. similar to CrossFit. And uh, I don't do that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I yeah my you know my exercise consists of running and occasionally I'll take off you know to do like tennis or something. Yeah. And so one of the things we're doing at City Paper is kind of exploring. The different ways people are working out like you can work out at home so i know i noticed a lot of accounts including uh you know uh, including this gym called 202 strong and including runner's world i think that does kind of like every a daily like virtual uh instagram live workout so i decided to to, you know do this one from 202 strong and i (laughs) I don't have a mat like i don't have a yoga mat or exercise mat <laughs> so it was just it's just this hardwood in my living room and so Ouch. i like used, yeah i used like a towel and like we started we did like planks and within no joke within a minute of doing like uh, within like 30 seconds of doing this plank i was like my wrist really hurt <laughs> yeah, right i don't think i can do this and then the strength uh exercise that day was push-ups and we were supposed to do a minute of uh, as many push-ups as you can uh, a minute of push-ups with shoulder taps and a minute of clap, clapping push-ups which I would I, I would say like back in the day I could do I could do those and so I was like all right out me I'll do a couple I could not do I, I, tr- I went to do like a clapping push-up and my arms just didn't move
0: like I could See? not push, <laughs> move my hands off the floor and you're a, yeah you're a fit guy. So this is a cautionary tale for all those who are who are embar- who have time to embark in. Uh, these uh, you know fitness activities that are new. Let's take it slow, okay? Kellen is an example uh, because I mean, how sore were you after doing all this?
3: I I was sore for like at least 48 hours. See,
0: <laughs> props for uh, giving it a shot, but uh, let's uh, let's let's stick to the trails uh, maybe for, <laughs> for 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 the foreseeable future for you. Um. Well, man, I, I appreciate uh, you taking the time on short notice. Uh, again, uh, the article that came out uh, either today or yesterday in the city paper is the COVID-19 pandemic has impacted ne- nearly everyone in sports. And, um, yeah, man, nice work on um, covering, you know, a lot of different angles of of you know, when you don't have sports to cover, um, hopefully you're not going to run out of ideas. You got anything cooked up that's, um, cause I don't know how soon sports are coming back. Uh, you know, I mean, me neither. And I don't think anyone does. And
3: this is kind of new territory for all of us. But I think the last thing I, I want to kind of, kind of plug is that this is a, you know this is a tough time for a lot of people um you know i consider my i'm grateful and, and and consider myself lucky that i'm still able to write and will continue to do so and and but it's it's a tough time for a lot of smaller newspapers community new newspapers it's a tough time for small businesses and so i just if, if people have it in their means to support uh you know their local newspaper or small businesses I, I just encourage people to do that because i think that's this is a time where you know organizations and companies like that really need to help
0: i love it man we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna leave it there because i think <laughs> that's a great message uh kellen dude thank you so much for joining us great stuff
2: thank you thanks kellen. everyone
0: take care all right buddy that's kellen sung he is of the washington city paper the sports editor it's at kellen sung on twitter give him a follow he joined us on pace nation we're gonna take a quick break be right back after this <laughs> All right, welcome back to the program, and thanks again to Kellen Sung for joining us today on Pace the Nation. Uh, give him a follow at Kellen Sung. And for those who are challenged with spelling like me, it's K-E-L-Y-N-S-O-O-N-G.
2: Okay, and now I'm gonna cover it and ask you to do <laughs> no, it on no, your no, own. No, I'm okay, not gonna do go that. go for it.
0: No, I'm not gonna do that. He's got a, he's got a blue check mark, so he's important.
2: He is important.
0: Verified on Twitter. Um, how Docs is not verified on Twitter yet. I just don't know.
2: It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's, <laughs>
1: it's ridiculous. It's
0: ridiculous. Uh, give him a follow. It's William E. Docs on Twitter. Uh, follow the show. It's at Pace on Twitter. Uh, Julie Cully on Twitter, and Run Pacer for me. Um, but uh, I'm muddying the waters. It's Kellen Song on Twitter. Give him a follow. Um, so a lot of good information there, um, from Kellen, well, not good information, but interesting information, I a lot of say. information, a lot of information, uh, really appreciate him joining us. Um, and I didn't really, I mean, that was what I wanted to talk about on today's show. I kind of wanted to reintroduce the show, talk about that relevant topic. Um, and
1: now that we live in a, a post-apocalyptic society. Yeah. You know, it's funny. That's why you want to reintroduce the well, show. Well,
0: Julie was talking about this post-apocalyptic world, and I don't want to go there yet. But I mean, uh huh. I hope you're kind of kidding, but I'm not sure you are.
1: Farley, we need to go buy guns quick. <laughs>
2: uh. I actually did talk to one of my student athletes today, and her um, her father-in-law, no, her stepdad's um, company that he works for has been advised to lock down as if there's riots i was like wow that's interesting and you
0: know the problem with the media and we're gonna we're in the we're mm-hmm. wearing our media hat here is that i think the media is um get you know scaring everybody so uh let's not do that let's not um do our part to do
1: well it. Uh, it, this this is what i'll say like if you are Julie, did you see any of your your athletes on those spring break videos? <laughs> I pray to God that none of them were there.
0: She didn't. No,
1: because because those people are straight up morons. Yes. Wow, agreed.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And and I think that uh, like people are treating um, whatever you want to call these the lockdowns, the these these work from home, the social distancing people are like viewing these as an opportunity. Like it's, it's like a good weather snow day. (laughs) It's insane. Like uh, we were talking with Kellen, but like you go out to the, to the, the, the running trail and there's like large gatherings of people socializing. People are playing basketball. Uh, The people are playing disc golf. Like it's not just running and biking and stuff like this, you know, and, and isolationists. It's like people are just out doing their own thing and excited to be not having to go to the office. It's crazy. Uh,
0: I mean, Julie, you got to tell your story yesterday of us driving by the track.
2: Yeah. So yesterday we decided we've been trying to think of things to do with the boys in the evening. Like not, you know, it's not like that much different than, you know, our normal life. But they've been spending a lot of time inside. So we were like, you know, why don't we go to an empty parking lot, let them ride around on scooters Instead of the play. regular park that we would yeah, do, cause right? Yeah, because we usually yeah. take them to the park in the evenings before dinner. Um, but we don't want to be on the playgrounds, all that stuff. So we we drive over to Washington and Liberty High School, and we went to, there's kind of like a, almost like a, a skate park, or maybe it's a hockey Wait, is it hockey, it's really hockey called rink. Washington and Liberty? Oh, it yeah, yes. it's changed now. It's yeah. Washington and Liberty. Yep. Um, when did that happen? Last year, oh, man. Where right under been? my nose. <laughs> yeah, right under what your nose. Been? Yeah, <laughs> I keep. I, it, I've been in. I've been locked down for seven true. years. <laughs> you, guys, have been, you have been. So you yeah. choose to see what you want to see. Right. Um. But so we go over okay. there. I think there's like it's like almost like a street hockey rink yeah. or something like that. So and no one was there. So we we park the car and we you know take the boys out, let them run around for a little bit, play some games and stuff. And then as we're driving away, we drive past the high school track and I have never seen anything like it in my life and I'm like Chris we're we're gonna stop the car I got to take a picture of this I got to send my friends because you know we've closed the business this week and so you know we're trying to feel like everybody in the community is taking this seriously doing their their part and when you see people just kind of blatantly not doing their part you know the the bars and stuff in Clarendon were open last weekend and people yeah. are having a great time till all hours of the evening packed like sardines
1: well, I'm I'm glad to hear that the police are doing something about it finally. <laughs> they, they're driving by doing something about it. Yes.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> she said it's it's at
2: the Washington and Liberty <laughs> yeah. track. Yeah. yeah, I know. The Washington and Liberty track. Yeah. Go! I Schnell! Know. Schnell! Actually, by the time the podcast posts, there's probably still gonna be people out there. That's true. So, Docs, the crazy thing is, is I I roll up to the fences. The fences are all locked. Like there's these huge chain locks with, with padlocks to them. And I'm like, Uh how are these people even getting in? There was a break in the fence. It's a metal fence. It's a permanent metal fence. And there's, I don't know if somebody tore it out or if it was already broken. People are climbing through a hole in the fence. And I'm telling Mm -hmm. you, there were hundreds of people in there. there. There was group fitness classes. Pick up soccer, soccer games, people jogging all over the field, kids running all around, adults running all around. I was like, this is insanity. So
0: we're going to do our part. Yeah. People take it seriously. Come on, seriously. and No, but I mean, yeah.
1: the, the, the point of these stories is 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 you were talking about how you feel like the media is trying to scare everybody. But I think these stories show that we need to scare everybody. <laughs> I know, you're right. Because people aren't taking it serious. I know, it's true. And, and this idea that like... Uh, if I get the virus, that's okay uh, because it's just me and um, and I'm of certain age, and, so I'm gonna I'm, be fine. And I'm healthy, yeah, and so. I'm not at risk. Like that is such a selfish no, way agree. to think because you, you could be, you could still be a carrier. You could still make somebody else sick because you contract it, and it totally defeats the whole purpose of trying to flatten the curve so, so, people need to be taking it seriously, and if they don't then then we need to start arresting people, you know uh we need to start like I, I don't know, I was trying to think of some funny things to do, right. but uh, <laughs> right take them to the town um,
0: square, throw tomatoes at them. I don't know yeah
1: no you, you know I, I think like you 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 know if people you you have like a fake bar, you say free drinks tonight. Uh, and then, and then people just go in and it's just a big holding cell, you know, like people are walking into like, you, you put a big fake facade over the, the, the Arlington courthouse and, and just put everybody in on lockdown for a year. That's not a bad idea. Um, all
0: right, well, we're going to, thank you. Yeah. Well, we're going to, uh, I don't know when we pivot, but we will eventually pivot. But, uh, in the meantime, I got this read, uh, this podcast of course is sponsored by Pacers running Pacers running with. Six area DC locations, Pacers Running is for every run. Um, runpacers.com, we are all open for business online, our stores are closed, and I've really been humbled and touched by the running community uh, this week. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you um, for stepping up and supporting us. Uh, Kellen mentioned it at the end, uh, it's so important to support small business and uh, you know things like Pacers or the city paper are um, are going through tough times. Uh, as we recorded, Julie just helped a, a gentleman who came to our door, thinking it was the front door for the store, and uh, helped him with a curbside pickup. We're doing curbside pickup for shoes, inserts, whatever you want. Um, runpacers.com or call our our, our stores. Uh, we have employees in there. Uh, uh, you know, acting incredibly responsibly uh, in the in the work environment, but we have employees who can help you um, at, at each of our locations. Uh, runpacers.com dot com for all that information.
1: Yeah, and I, I've I've got no skin in the game. Everybody knows that I'm I'm not actually affiliated with Pacers, uh, so I, I can say stuff like this. You you're trying to keep the business going because you have such a big family of of. Uh, uh, employees who, who fall under the Pacers umbrella. And, and I appreciate what you're doing, uh, trying to keep the business, keep the doors open like this to, to, you know, because you, you got all these people that you, you care about that you're employing.
0: Yep. I really appreciate it.
1: and, And I appreciate everybody out there in the running community that's, that's ordering your shoes online, uh, through Pacers and, and, uh, you know, your goo packets and, yep. and, uh, every, everything
0: uh, makes a difference. I appreciate that. Yeah, Docs. It's socks. true. Yep. Uh, cause Get some we, socks. we, we really, I mean, it's, it is all about our employees and, um, I'm very proud. We've, we've been able to, uh, pay everybody and we, we have a plan that we're, uh, putting into action to make sure that we are, um, we're going to take care of our staff.
2: Yeah. And, and I think it extends, you know, obviously, we're focused on the family business and, and keeping it afloat and keeping our employees taken care of. But for us, it's like we're sensitive as small business owners. So, you know, we think about the places that we frequent all the time and we're trying to continue to bring business. And if that's, um, you know, restaurants that we go to, we're going to do takeout. I know a lot of people are starting to think about like buying a gift card for a place that they might frequent. You know, it just you have no idea what it means to have that income and incremental income still coming in the door. And if there's restrictions on the way that we sell, there's still ways that we can support these businesses so that a couple months from now, you know, everybody's still here, you know, what would be horrible is if, you know, six months from now, we see a lot of um, empty doors around here because people weren't able to make it work. So I think as a community, we just need to be thinking about where do we normally go, how do we normally frequent businesses in our community and how can we keep supporting them even if they have their doors closed? Most of them have some sort of opportunity. If it's a restaurant, they might have takeout, um, they might have uh, curbside pickup. They've got all kinds of um, resources now and, and we're in a day and age where we're really able to pivot um, and, and still you know, keep our doors open in, in some way, shape or form. So just a reminder public service announcement like please try to do everything you can um, to continue to support local if you have the means to do it we have a lot of people out there that have lost their jobs and may not have those um, resources at this time Um, but I think that for those of us who are you know working at home and and maybe have the luxury of of having that kind of position in life um, let's try to keep those doors open and if there's any like evil
1: businesses near you don't support them.
2: <laughs> the evil ones. Right. Yeah, because
1: then then with this downturn then they'll they'll go out of business. I, I think the evil ones are gonna have a tough road to hoe. Um, yeah. I, I truly do think
0: it's the people who do good for other people that's what's, yeah. what's gonna survive. That's
1: who we so. should be supporting. Yeah. Okay, let me ask you guys yeah. a quick question. If if like food if, if like food preparation places and the grocery stores all shut down. How long can you guys survive? (laughs) In our home? Yeah.
2: Two weeks? Yeah, and then that's it, right? Yeah, that's
0: it. We're
2: coming to your place. We got some some hungry eaters. I hope you've got a couple extra freezers. If you have an extra freezer, we'll help you fill it right now.
1: Uh, oh how, yeah, I don't. I actually don't have an extra freezer, and I was thinking like, it, like one of my friends I was talking to has two freezers, and so he and his son just like filled everything up. I was like, man, that was pretty smart.
0: I was hoping you know you used, used to sell um, really fish. good fish.
1: I was hoping yeah. you had some of that laying around. I do have an in on the
0: fish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're gonna hit you up. How how long do you have uh, supplied over there at the compound?
1: Well, I had two weeks, uh, but. But I like the cookies are gone already. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I I really think like if the grocery stores, if somehow the infrastructure shuts down and the grocery stores, it becomes impossible to, uh, you know, to to, to acquire food. So long. See you later, world. That's (laughs) it. I, 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 I can't survive. I, I can't survive I it. Honestly, in a post-apocalyptic world, I can't survive. I, I, I can't don't do want, it. We're
0: not going to go there again. We're not going to scare people. We'll scare people.
1: No, only, that's why I'm saying. Only, that's why I'm saying. Yeah. We got to keep doing this. Keep 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 it going. Yeah,
0: I agree. Well, we yeah we um we'll be back uh, next week um, unless you guys have anything else. That's it. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah.
1: For, I I just want to make a couple more comments okay. about this, like, uh. I have friends texting me way more frequently than normal. <laughs> like like people that I don't hear from for 3 months that text me every day now.
2: Yeah, they need okay? they need your entertainment.
1: Yeah. I I just people are so bored at home. It's crazy.
2: Uh this
1: is but this is like a great time for me to be alive, I think. <laughs> uh but also like uh, some of my friends are, are texting we're on this group thread, and they're talking about going for a run every morning to test their fitness because they're paranoid and, and hypochondriac about having COVID19. and like if they can go out and sustain a, a long run, then their lungs are holding up and they feel like they don't have it. I, like based on this science, I think I've had COVID for six years now. <laughs>
0: I know that friend who you're talking about. (laughs) He literally is going out for a run, testing his respiratory system, and he's like, got it done, so I don't have it. Yeah. Um, That's a good one. All right. This is a true story. It's a true 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 story. story. I'm not making this stuff up. Um, Anything else from you, Docs?
2: Yeah, but let's save it for next week. All right. Got to continue with the content while we're in quarantine. I appreciate uh,
0: appreciate this group getting together. Yeah. I did want to give a special shout-out to uh, New Balance. Uh, they sent to all their uh, people, hey, you know, now that you have downtime, uh, here's a couple podcasts to listen to. I don't know how yeah. we weren't the only one on that list, but we do appreciate yeah, that Yeah, it's weird. List. Yeah, appreciate that They've got money.
2: people who well, they employ who are also on that list too. So yeah, that's true. Well,
1: I, I would like to take the time to apologize to all our New Balance listeners. <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs>
0: Uh, if, you're, you're, if you're a new listener, this is what you're going to get from Doc. So uh, you know, buck, <laughs> buckle up if, uh, if you want to listen to us. But, no, we do appreciate you listening uh, during this time. And all the new listeners, please spread the word. Pace the Nation uh, weekly podcast here in D.C. Running and all other things. Uh, so. Yeah,
1: spread the word. We, we encourage social distancing for COVID-19. But get as close as you want for Pace the Nation and spread that virus. <laughs> no doubt.
0: all right great show guys episode 227 in the books uh thanks again to kellen sung friend of the podcast for joining us this may be his third or fourth time
2: on He's getting up there is he gonna get a jacket uh, yeah, soon yeah, it could be and and also
1: one time he got a ride in my car he, he did yes so uh, thanks to kellen sung he is of
0: course the washington city paper sports editor to join us on base Solution. uh Docs, enjoy your quarantine. Uh, Be safe. I always do. Uh, Be safe. Uh, Julie, um, enjoy your quarantine (laughs) with me. Um, All right. for William E. Docs and Julie Cully. I'm Chris Farley. This is Pace Nation. We'll see you next week.
1: Because if you don't, then ke- then we won't be able to hear Kellen either. I know you don't care about hearing me, but it's important that we hear Kellen. Oh,
0: fantastic. All right. Cool, man. Well, Kellen, you know the drill. So let's get into it because uh, we got to um, – everybody's busy and um, yeah. So, All right. Kellen, you know the drill. We're <laughs> way behind schedule.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Shocker. Yeah.
0: All right. Here we go.
1: Is it too soon for for COVID nineteen no, jokes? I don't know. That's good. Know. All right,
3: so let's
0: um.